You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Type A, type B, and type C all describe a variety of tendencies that live on a spectrum. So you don't want to think of yourself as being wholly type A or wholly type B, but rather recognize the degree to which you are each of these types. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. This episode is going live the day before we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and for me, this signifies that I will be competing in my first Spartan race in exactly three months. I'll admit I have not been taking my training as seriously as I wanted to at the outset, and now I'm making some dramatic changes to my schedule and lifestyle to get myself in the best shape so I can enjoy the experience. Yes, I did say I want to enjoy the Spartan race. I know it'll be tough, but I also know there's a satisfaction that comes when at the end of the race, I can say I did my best. And for me, my best includes the training. So wish me luck. Over the past year or so, I began to realize that I attracted into my community and my clientele women who all seemed to fit a particular personality profile. It was no surprise that they were a lot like me. They were going through challenges I had overcome or was in the process of overcoming. They had strengths that were similar to my strengths and weaknesses that were similar to my weaknesses. When I began to sort out all the trends and commonalities, it jumped out at me what I and these women all had in common. We all had type A tendencies. Since then, I've spoken about being type A women. I wrote my book for type A women, and I've spent more time focusing on how to help these women not only be successful, but to feel successful. With these conversations, I've also had more women wonder aloud to me if they are type A. Sure enough, many of them do have a lot of type A tendencies, but type A, type B, and type C all describe a variety of tendencies that live on a spectrum. So you don't want to think of yourself as being wholly type A or wholly type B, but rather recognize the degree to which you are each of these types. I wanted to go deeper into type A in this episode that you will know once and for all the degree to which you are or are not type A. According to the online business dictionary, type A is a temperament characterized by excessive ambition, aggression, competitiveness, drive, impatience, need for control, focus on quantity over quality, and unrealistic sense of urgency. Well, that doesn't sound very complimentary, So, but that's a starting point. So let's continue. So what that was getting at is just like the extremes of type A. What I liked a little bit better was an article I found by Carolyn Gregoire, 16 Signs You're a Little or a Lot Type A. And Carolyn Gregoire is the senior health and science writer at the Huffington Post. And she writes, there is a continuum that As you're more on the type A side of the spectrum, you're more driven, 
and tend to be impatient and competitive and get irritated easily by impediments to your progress on things. In the 16 signs she listed out in her article, there were 11 that I and my clients definitely identify with. Let's see if you identify with these as well, and she put them in the second person. You've been described as a perfectionist, overachiever, workaholic, or all of the above. You have a serious phobia of wasting time. You're highly conscientious, being thoughtful and considerate of factors. You have a hard time falling asleep at night. You put more energy into your career than your relationships. Relaxing can be hard work for you. You have a low tolerance for incompetence. You'd be lost without your to-do list. At work, everything is urgent. You're sensitive to stress. And you make it happen. Now, having heard some of those things, you probably felt like the flair for the dramatic that comes when you're reading posts online. They're trying to say things in a way that grabs your attention. But I will say that in the 16 signs that she listed, there were five signs that I could logically see, but I didn't agree with the way that she labeled them, and some were subcategories of the tendencies I've just listed. So these were waiting in long lines kills you a little bit inside. I think almost everyone would rather not wait in long lines, and this feeling falls under the category of having a phobia of wasted time. You bite your nails or grind your teeth. This might be true for some of you. I used to bite my nails as a kid, but most kids have bad habits and they grow out of them, and I did. You've always been a bit of a catastrophist. Caroline goes on to describe excessive worry and dwelling on worst possible outcomes. I would say I worry too much at times, but the catastrophizing, I don't relate to that. You frequently talk over and interrupt people. I would not say I do this frequently. (laughs) If I get really enthusiastic about something, I can have a lot to say on the subject and will catch myself interrupting, but I quickly become aware of it and put effort into managing myself in these moments. I think this behavior is displayed more often by people who lack awareness of themselves and their impact on others, regardless of their personality type. And the fifth one was people can't keep up with you in conversation or on the sidewalk. Do I want to move quickly? Yes. Do people experience not being able to keep up with me? I don't get that. Now, I or it's not something that I perceive. Well, I would like it if people moved faster because that would be efficient and that's a type A value. It's more of an internal struggle and this looks more like impatience rather than physically or verbally moving too fast for others. And again, this goes back to having a sense of urgency and a need to be efficient with time. I also wanted to add the tendencies that I myself and this community have identified in common. The way I want you to look at these qualities is that they are both strengths and weaknesses of type A women. When we are managing our natural gifts, they are strengths. But when we've lost control of these tendencies, they then become our weaknesses. So there's being quality driven versus being a perfectionist. 
We have high standards for ourselves, and this projects out onto other people. Because of this, we're constantly growing, stretching, challenging our limits, and the status quo. We achieve results and infuse others with an enthusiasm for personal and professional development. However, when this goes unchecked, our high standards go so high, they become unattainable and we beat ourselves up for not being able to achieve them, for not being better. This will hold us back from trying new things because we don't want to reveal our weaknesses or be judged as incompetent. And I don't know about you, but I would rather someone think I'm unattractive than for them to think I was an idiot. Then there is being caring versus being intense. There is a type A tendency to care deeply. Nothing is done in half measures because that would be ineffective. So everything we do, we are all in on. And when we care, we capital C-A-R-E, care. And if we have decided something is important and deserves our attention, it will get our best. And so we make a big impact because of this. However, this highly focused caring can make us intense and cause us to lose sight of the big picture. We'll obsess over details and micromanage. If we lose sight of the fact that not all things that are important to us are going to be important to others, it can create conflict. We will misjudge others as being uninformed, uncaring, lazy, mediocre, and more. Then there's being driven versus becoming obsessed. When we know the goal, action is a must. We are racing towards the finish line and only slow down temporarily when we hit an obstacle. Even obstacles cannot defeat us. We will conquer them if it kills us. And that's just it. Sometimes we don't know when to stop. We are so focused on the outcomes we are striving for that we forget that we require rest and recuperation. And then we become a living example of the law of diminishing returns. That is when you start increasing the amount of time you work without making other changes, the results you will be able to produce will diminish over time. This is the epitome of working harder, not smarter. This type A tendency can drive us to be overworked and overwhelmed. And this also makes those with this type A tendency prone to overtraining, that is working out excessively without giving your body time to repair and restore itself. Then there's efficient versus impatient. I mentioned earlier that a type A tendency is efficiency. This motivates us to look for ways to optimize everything, which allows us to find ways to do more with less. As you can imagine, this creates more opportunities, even with limited resources. We can appear unstoppable. However, this can also cause us to become impatient and annoyed when we are exposed to inefficiencies that we do not have a lot of control over. It can cause us to judge others harshly. We will sometimes translate an easygoing nature in others as being lackadaisical, uncaring, uncommitted, lazy, or mediocre. What I have found is that I and the women of this community have everything it takes to be successful. We don't need to add a lot to the mix. In fact, most of us have already found success. That is success according to someone else's standard. After all I just stated about type A women, are you surprised that they recognize that they can have a greater impact on the world? 
They have a vision that is much larger than what they are currently experiencing, but there's a problem. Their type A tendencies that got them to where they are today are not going to get them to where they want to be. And those who fight this notion have found their type A tendencies going into overdrive, and they have become frustrated with their lack of progress and results. Does this sound like you? There has to be an intervention to get off the hamster wheel, and if you don't do it voluntarily, it will come involuntarily. It often looks like damaged relationships, job loss, lost profits, or in the form of a serious and chronic disease. If it gets bad enough, it can look like a combination of these. If we can recognize what is triggering our type A tendencies to go into overdrive, we can stop the process and make different choices. Choices that lead to new strengths, new efficiencies, and new success. That's what I do, and that's what I'm here for. But I can't help you get at the triggers if I don't hear from you. So if you know you've been wanting to work with me and you haven't reached out, please reach out. You don't have to struggle or go it alone anymore. Reach out to me at Jody J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com, and we'll set a time to chat and talk about what would be possible if you could achieve your biggest goals. And as always, I am happy to hear from any of you, whether you have type A tendencies or not. (laughs) I hope all of this was helpful for you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.